Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Sisters on the Run podcast. Today's discussion is a continuation of the Kobe Bryant episode. Here we discuss the controversial topic of the Gail King and Lisa Leslie interview regarding Kobe Bryant's death. There are many opinions on this topic. Some are popular and some not so popular. Here we discuss both ends of the spectrum. So sit back, take a listen, and let us know your thoughts. And remember, from our soul to your soul. Have a great day. <laughs> I, I have very strong opinions on that, but we'll get into that. They, they, I think they have some alpha black men. I really do. I you know what? R. Kelly moment. I, no. No, I, I watched the entire interview, and I'm like, she asked a, asked a fair question. And she said, because, she, I mean, I think she made a valid point to Lisa Leslie. Leslie wouldn't know that side because they're friends. But why was that question? Didn't even necessary. Because necessary. It, it is. Because, like, because she's, what? As a journalist, that is part of his it's history. Old. It doesn't matter. It's old. But they do that to everyone. They didn't do that to Bernie Madoff. Well, I don't know who interviewed him. Is he, he's still, he did? Yeah. Uh, himself. Oh, well, I don't know. I ain't watched that that one. Well, and but they do. That's as being a journalist, you're gonna hit everything. I think that's a fair question to say. With this part, even though it's old, it's still part of his legacy. And she's asking, should it be? I think that's fair. She didn't do it in a. She didn't make any accusations. She didn't give her own opinion. On it, she just asked the question because the fact that Lisa Leslie is close to him, yeah. And I think she was, she asked that question so Lisa Leslie can speak on his integrity. Well, then she needed to put a precursor. But if you watch the whole interview, you get that she does say that. The The problem is, the little clip came out before the whole interview because the next question she asked was, "Do you think it's fair?" that this is even basically do you think it's fair that this should that we're talking about this well first of all and this lisa was like well no the media there was a trial and da 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 so you had to watch the whole interview i didn't get offended by it i didn't think it was attack on black men i thought she asked a fair question as a journalist because as a journalist you're going to bring up those controversial topics and I just think, one, that when it comes to somebody we really care about, we get so defensive, number one, which is understandable. Number two, black men is all in the uproar. But women really go to bat for black men. And now, and then with Snoop, his whole reaction, that was unnecessary. It was rude, and he just basically bashed her. You don't come out to somebody like that. He called her the B word and just, he basically threatened her. You don't want me coming after you. That's a threat. That was unnecessary. You don't have to like it, but you don't threaten someone about it. Cause all she did was do her job. So that's my thing. Keisha. I still hold my opinion. I don't think she had to ask it. That's just my opinion. Let some other journalists do it. But if, say, 
and someone did and she didn't even do it tactfully but of course we didn't go off on the white lady who did it the same day the way we going off on Gail. White lady did bring it up and she didn't even put it in context. She called him a rapist. We didn't go in an uproar about that. Just Very few, that, that not journalist. to the scale that people are over Gail. Very few people brought that up. Or even I think even knew about it. But we so quick to prosecute and judge our own. <coughs> we didn't hold. Well, isn't that what she yeah. just did? No, she asked the question. She asked the question is, should this be, to me, I see it as, should this be a part of his legacy? No, it's in the past. The media has a different way of dealing with it. <coughs> I see it as a way of her saying, let it go. But I'm going to bring it up. Because she's asking, should this conversation even continue? Okay. But she's not giving her opinion. She's just no. asking a question. But the fact that you should, but the fact that she put it out there as a reminder of, <laughs> of something that happened in an indiscriminate moment of his life. And the thing is, what you know as a journalist, or what you know as a person, people will overlook all the good you've done. Yeah. Even if you've been redeemed. And they will go back to, eh. And that's what will stick in the public's consciousness about this individual. You can look at history and you can say, like let's do Southerners, for example, who think the Confederacy was the best thing in the world. But we know the Confederacy as blah. Nothing really good. No matter how much they push their version, we always come back to this because we know it sticks. Now with Gail, bless her heart. The man died in a very tragic way with his child. Man ain't even in the ground yet. Man's wife is grieving. Man's daughter's grieving. Children man never even knew about this. You know, or maybe he did tell them whatever the case may be. But at this particular time of grieving, not only on a family level, but a national level, to bring this particular question up as a stain on the man. We all got stains. Some of us are more visible than others. Some of us like to keep our stains hidden away. And damn, there's one thing to have private humiliation, another thing to have public humiliation and shame. And he's already gone through that. He's already moved away from it. It's back there. And I could see if it was like an R. Kelly, where you have repeated history, repeated history, repeated history, where you have a pattern. As far as we know, that man made up with his wife. He had gone through the forgiveness process. You didn't hear about that shit ever happening again. So give the man a break. Now, to talk about the little girl, the girl, the woman, Let's all face it. Thoughts. 
she knew who he was. She knew who he was and what he could do. I don't care what you say. If you get any kind of notoriety or fame in this country, you're gonna have men and women coming for you. And it doesn't even have to be on a national scale. You could be in an office setting. And if somebody got a little power, you will see somebody. Hey, boo. <laughs> you will see it. So, the fact that the man was still very young, out of high school, yeah, maybe his level of maturity had not fully developed into itself yet. And he had an indiscriminate one moment. Now, only those two know what really happened. She may have said, you know, no strings attached sex. And then did the white woman, he raped me. I, white woman, I got raped by a black man. Oh, now the big bad black buck didn't rape the white woman. So leave that where it is. It's dead. But she wasn't the only one who brought it up. Neither was the white journalist. Uh -huh. The other basketball players, they didn't go in detail about it, but they talked about it. I watched, when I found out he passed, I was watching ESPN, ESPN2. I just kept, my, kept the channel station on that channel. They brought it up. They didn't go in detail, but they still brought it up. So nobody came after them the way they come after Oprah as a journalist. It's well, your responsibility to bring up the good and the bad because that is public record. It was a, it was a trial. It had been one thing if it was an incident and it didn't make the publicity that it did. It was just low key, but this went to trial. So the media covered it. So as a journalist, I feel like I would rather and I think what she did was fair. I would rather a black journalist bring it up to be able to do it in a respectful way than a white person who doesn't put things in context and whatever their own bias could come through. I don't think she showed any bias towards it. I just think she asked a question. And had somebody, it would have been a matter of time before somebody else would have brought it up on that larger scale, that larger stage that Gail has. That other journalist, I don't really know who she is, so maybe she doesn't have such as large of a platform as Gail, so maybe that's why I didn't really make you know as much news, but it would have just been a matter of time for someone else to bring it up. At least Dick Gail did it in a more tactful way. So, what I say to that is I think we as people of color, with our commonality of history in this nation, we hold ourselves to a much higher standard when it comes to our icons. Our people who have gone through chattel slavery hundreds of years, then another 100 years of segregation, Jim Crow, and criminalization of black people as a whole. <laughs> we hold our black journalists 
I think, especially when it comes to us, to a higher standard. Based on, if you have a platform like that, if you go ahead and perpetuate in any sort of way the historical context of us being criminals, hypersexualized, and all that, it's not that, you know, people don't have their mistakes. It's just that we as a people don't, I think we hold ourselves like we're going to be more fair with each other than European. And so I think if you think about when Prince was going through all of his stuff, people didn't ask him dumbass questions. Was Although, he ever accused? Was there ever was he ever put on trial? Well, talking about the whole record label thing. But once he died, all of that stuff came up. We didn't have wasn't in the outcry over journalists talking about drug use and all of this, all this history. Yeah. As I'm just saying, the level of anger and attacking is unnecessary. You don't have to agree with what Gail did. You can be offended by it, but to just come out and just attack her, and that, that's part of social media. Well, People get so aggressive on well, social media, well, but you never know what you say. So if you put out there, or we gonna come from you, there's some crazy people out there. So somebody hear that and be like, well, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it for you, Snoop. Well, I know, you, know you can, but I will. Well, you know what? So you put that out there. But we the same way Trump puts all his hate out there, and we don't agree with that, and we know it's wrong. So whatever your opinion is, to attack her like that is just wrong. So, Because you're doing the same thing that you're accusing her of doing. Well, I didn't agree with what Snoop said at all. Yeah. But That's I have been saying... Some other black brothers out there that have been respectfully disagreeing with her. Yeah. You know, not calling her out of her name. Right. <laughs> but being tactful <laughs> in their position. And that's the thing. You can have an opinion on it. Either way. But it's how we go about it. And it's hypocritical to say you one of us and you doing this to us, but then you come back and do the same thing that you're accusing her of, you doing it to her. Right. So, well, that's my opinion. Is that we have to understand now that these conversations about the situation would be happening in private if there wasn't a platform for people to air. This car not getting over to air their grievances. Yeah. The fact, and you know, that's a, I think that's probably a double-edged sword to a certain degree, but at least we are not being conditioned to listen to somebody else tell us what we should think. We have the opportunity to give voice to our own opinions about something. And I think that's where people are all so shocked because our society has been conditioned to listen to the news 
and let them tell us what we should think about a situation. That's just our training over the, ever since media was, you know, came around. Yeah. Now with social media, you have all kinds of citizen journalism, people with vlogs, people <laughs> with opinions that go around and they say what they want. Here's one other thing that uh, concerns me on the same thing. Similar thing. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Man known for spewing yeah. hatred, racist ideas, and promoting white supremacy. The President of the United States gives him the Presidential Medal of Freedom. But for what though? Bingo! For spewing his hate. opinions about hate. Hate. Yeah. And you got people going. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's crying. <laughs> but when we take care and we give our opinion about our love for our athletes, and when someone doesn't, we don't check, if we don't have a check and balance for ourselves, that's a problem. The same way we had a check and balance for Steve Harvey. When he came out of there, yeah. out of Trump's election, Black people would. What you doing? What you doing? Because one thing about us, as a culture and a people, we are tribal. Anytime we go to a different city, different part of the world, we instinctively yeah. wear the people of color because we want to be with our tribe. Now, if you mess up and you tick off the tribe, <laughs> the tribe ain't gonna have no love for you. They're gonna say, time to go. <laughs> So, this is basically the tribe saying, hey, that doesn't work. This is basically, it takes a village to raise a child. Or it takes a village to say, hey, we are not going to do that now. Wait, wait. I need to interject. <laughs> On that same note, uh -huh. and part of the problem I have, where is that same energy for holding our tribe accountable when it comes to how they deal with the black woman? Example, the whole R. Kelly case. So many men said these girls put themselves in that position. Regardless, he was a predator and it was wrong. But we, not, we didn't get the same outcry from black men the way the men are outcrying over Gail. We don't get that same. So that's another issue, but that's a problem because it's a double standard and black women don't get the love and the outcry and the protection from black men the way we hold up. Black women hold up black men. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Go ahead. Wanna add anything to this piece? <laughs> Go ahead. So, with the R. Kelly thing. Based on what is out there, and based on history, and what has constantly come out again and again, it leads you to conclude the man 
has a problem. Of course. He's a pedophile. A lot of men have that problem. He, he, he has some issues that because of his status, he has gotten away with and he should not have. The sad part about it is men or our society, our society as a whole is obsessed with youth and youngness. And patriarch, patriarchy and masculinity. Right. It's a double standard. It is a double standard. It is a double standard. And you have people who will argue this is the way it is all the way back. It's still been, wrong. And it's been wrong all the way back. It's been wrong and all the way back. It's just time for black men. I'm sorry. It is time for black men to hold themselves accountable, to stop pointing the finger and look at themselves and check each other. That's not happening. You're going to check the sisters when you feel we step out of bounds. You check the Oprah. You check Gail. Check yourselves. Well, you know, that's different. He might have did that. No, he did. But we, well, yeah. But we, we were just glad that he got over the system because the system began over on us. And we said, OJ, but just we sit down and shut up. You we still allow him to come back to the black church. We are. They but again, that was, it was more towards the system than him because we still traded him. We traded him in, but we just glad that. We got one. I need to walk at the light. Okay. All right. But anyway, at the light. Oh, okay. So, okay, we're going to get this one. But I just think the, I don't know, they call it a, oh, what are they calling it? It's a certain culture that it has a term. Like, basically, it's an attacking culture, but the word isn't attacking. I forget what they call it. But basically, we have created this culture where we just attack. Instead of having open, responsible dialogue. Because there's a lot to learn from this situation. But we are For not above trained. everybody. Yeah. As a society and our educational system, we are not trained that way. We used to be, I think part of it is because one, you have social media as a platform. People hide behind that. Just like you have, I call it the fake activists. People who post stuff, how, how injustice society is and all this, but they're not doing anything. They're not going to vote. They're not doing it. But they just, y'all should be doing this. Y'all should be doing that. But what are you doing? to make your own community better. But you on social media telling everybody else what they need to do. It's just, sorry. I don't know. Because even back in the day, if you just look at the news journalism, they used to ask the hard questions and they held whoever they interviewed accountable. They had to answer. Now, they don't even have to answer. They don't answer the questions that are being asked. They just talk about their own agenda. That has gone away. So people have their own agenda and they can skew the media, viewers, whatever, 
whichever way they want to by dodging the difficult questions. No, I mean, that's getting on a whole nother topic. But that's my opinion. So. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed this interview and let us know your thoughts. Thank you. Have a great day. And remember, from our soul to your soul. Thank you.